y'all, we are back. <laughs> y'all, we stay having technical difficulties. Um, you know, we've been doing this for a couple months and we still don't know what we're doing on the Zoom. But, um, you know, like everything is opening up. So hopefully uh, we will get to have a one-on-one in-person one day. recording session one day. Um, but we are joined on this lovely, lovely Sunday. It's kind of raining here. It's a little, it's a little gloomy. But y'all know I got my good uh, melanin light over here. Uh, I'm just kidding. It's not melanin light. Okay, but, um, it's, melanin light. Okay. It's um, <laughs> like this really, it's like a really nice uh, LED bulb. Um, it okay. has like the amber kind of like dark tone lighting that I really like. Because I don't like bright LED like fluorescent lighting. Because I okay. think it's hideous and it reminds me of like, I don't know. American Horror Story is like in a hospital. Like, I, it gives that vibe, and I don't, I don't like that in my work. I don't like that. Not at all. I get you. So, y'all, let us start off with our intro. Hi, my name is Donald Coleman, and I am your girl, Doctor E. And this is Unapologetic Conversations with the Coleman. Y'all love how she just did that whole Disney princess. Like, she held that note. Like, I just re, 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 rewatch it, rewind, and then you will hear what I just heard, okay? It was giving real Elsa vibes. Okay, it was, from it was giving very much um, Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> it was giving very much, like, uh, Snow White kind of yes. but make her black. <laughs> Y'all didn't know I was going to hold them type of notes, did you? She's a doctor and an opera singer. Um, uh, I thought she was about to say she's a runner, she's a track star. I was about to be like, all right, y'all, that's it for today's episode. We're about to wrap Listen, up. And see, I am that too, considering that I am now training, right, for the Detroit Free Press Marathon. This okay. will be my first marathon. And um, I'm nervous. You know, well, everything. first young, full one, right? It'll be my first full marathon. I usually do the halves. And I don't know if mentally I'm ready, but I'm just going to get out there and try it. I've been conditioning like crazy. Well, y'all know, y'all, if you follow her on Instagram, which, by the way, you, you should. Um, my sister is built like an Amazon. Like, she is, she's giving, like, they could have cast her for a Black, Black Panther, okay? She could have been, she, she could have easily been a character in that, okay? She's literally, her physique it's giving warrior tribe, like. <laughs> he says it best, you know, I guess he said it better myself. Right, like, she, she like that, y'all. If you're watching this on YouTube, she just, it's, she, eating, she eating this up right now, y'all. Yes, you know, um, the meal inside of me is loving it. Listen, <laughs> she is a fire sign and I'm an air sign. So, y'all, we literally, evil twin, evil twin, okay? Like, if she exactly. jump, I'm most likely going after her, like. We're equally yoked, he's being to my gang. What can I say? Listen, sibling vibe. So moving on, we're going to go on to our coffee segment. Um, Y'all, you know, this is pretty unusual for me, okay? But I went out of my way today, um, and I got Starbucks. Um, it's mostly the ice is melted, yep. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's, it's <laughs> definitely melted. Um, is it like, is it a milkshake? Like, why is it so watery? But yeah, it's, it's melted. Because um, it's also hot, too. And it's raining and it's muggy. And I don't like that combo. But um, today I went, y'all know I love me a venti honey almond milk drink. Like coffee, anything from Starbucks. Because y'all know me and Derry, we got beef. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> We got beef, okay? So uh, I always love going for the non-dairy options, and I think almond milk is really good. Oat milk is really good, too, if you like your milk more on the sweeter side. Um, so today I got a Bensi Honey Almond Milk uh, Cold Brew, and I decided to switch it up with a cold brew because, as y'all usually, y'all know, I usually get the warm version of the drink, but today it was hot, and I, I can't. I'm gonna be sweating out all this. Like it just it would have not been nice. So um, I went with that. And also apparently Starbucks is going through a shortage right now, like syrups. So um and I was like, why are we going through first it was the chicken, now it's boba, and now it's like Starbucks syrups. Like, what is going on? Not only is it the syrups, it's the stoppers too. Really? If you yes, like I love me a good Starbucks stopper. 
because I like for my coffee to be extremely hot and the stopper keeps it very, very warm. And they're out. They've been out now for like maybe a month or two. See, I don't go to Starbucks that often to really notice it, but yeah. if y'all know, um, yeah, she got a little addiction. But you know, we we're not gonna talk I about agree. that. We're not gonna talk about that. But yeah, um, so I went and got that, and instead of using the um, honey syrup pumps that they usually do, they put actual like honey packets. Like they have to cut them up individually and put it I'm in there. Not play Starbucks. Oh, like um, I didn't. And that it's, was it's, the ghetto Starbucks you went to. You you I went to a nice Starbucks. I went to a nice Starbucks. Okay, like it's in a nice area. Like it's in downtown Ann Arbor. Don't do don't do them like that. Okay. What part of Ann Arbor? No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> like the downtown, like right next to U of M part. The nice, that's the nice part, okay? I heard about you know that Michigan. Part. No, if, okay. if you know Michigan, <laughs> and if you've ever been in the Ann Arbor area, you know that anywhere in downtown Ann Arbor is going to be beautiful. Just that's beautiful. true. I don't um, want nobody coming for me in the comments talking about, don't be shady towards Ann Arbor. It's just a joke. Ann Arbor is very nice. Very it is nice. very nice. And, you know, you... Listen, the Michiganders will come for you. But just remember, y'all, she was born and raised here. So uh, it should give her some credit. But um, yeah, that's the coffee I'm drinking. Um, what do you have in store for us today? <laughs> we think, as always, as Starbucks advocate, of course, I am drinking my Pike Place, two pumps of peppermint, four raw sugar. Now, before I came on camera, guys, or before we came on camera, we talked for almost an hour and some change, okay? Literally. <laughs> I went through a whole cup of coffee and had to remake my coffee. It literally takes me about like maybe five to seven minutes to do this process because I have to have my coffee. And if you guys can see, if you're watching on YouTube, the steam is rising. I have to have it where it burns my esophagus just, just a tad. Right. I don't know why it has been like that ever since I became a coffee drinker. So after I make my K-cups, Starbucks K-cups, right, I have to then put my coffee in the microwave for a minute after it brews. So let me get this straight. <laughs> you know, I got to come for you. <laughs> that was the inevitable. So. After it just gets out of the K-cup machine, and y'all, if you have a K-cup machine, you know it's pretty hot when it comes out already. Yeah. And you put it in the microwave for how long? One minute, to be exact. One minute in a microwave. So, y'all, it's pretty much, you have no, your throat muscles, any, any layer of tissue that comes in contact with it, it's basically destroyed. Um, you lose all sensation. Like, you can't taste any. I know you can't taste anything afterwards. You can't. Yeah, well, I think my palate has become accustomed to the heat. Because, honestly, sometimes it doesn't even give off that little burning sensation like I want it to. A little. Oh, I guess, y'all, we have to thank human evolution. Because if we did not have the ability to adapt and evolve. to new stimuli, then... Her tongue would be gone. It um, be. You wouldn't be able to taste anything. I know your your mouth is just like, girl. <laughs> like, but for all my coffee drinkers out there that like hot coffee, you know what I'm saying. Like, you need that coffee to be steaming hot. Or it's just not the same. It doesn't give the same effect if it's just lukewarm. I need it to be steaming, pipe place coffee. So... That's my ritual. In addition to my two pumps of peppermint for raw sugar, I put it in the microwave for a minute and then it's perfect. It's literally perfect. I put like a little napkin on top of it. Let me show y'all. <laughs> so the key, if you want it to stay nice and hot, is to put a napkin on top of your coffee cup. And literally it will stay warm like that for like 30, 40 minutes. You know, I think what I'm going to get you for Christmas, I've seen some mugs. I've seen some coffee mugs that have, like, a cut, like a, a lid on it. Yes. And, I like, you can that. drink it with or without the lid. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to, like, save $30 to, like, get you that for Christmas because. <laughs> don't, don't be coming from my ghetto 
improvision, okay? I'm improvising, okay? But literally, if you don't have a top, this works just as good as a top. I'm just, y'all, you watching on YouTube, I'm just, I'm eating this up right now for her. He's in awe. But um, <laughs> moving forward, we're going to go into what tools and techniques that we use this week to better ourselves. Um, that is your area of expertise. So I'm going to let you lead it off <laughs> with doing her little dancey dance. <laughs> dance. Y'all been feeling so good. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you will see that I have moved and you will see <laughs> I'm a little high rise. Because y'all, your peeps, she don't got the green screen on because she's trying to flex. <laughs> see, I'll be trying to put y'all up on game with her, but y'all don't be listening. Your girl has rose to the top, okay? She has rose to the occasion. She has manifested. She has risen. Okay, listen. I am now in my new place. And like I was telling my brother earlier, I am creating a bubble for myself. And this is not like your quarantine bubble. This is a bubble that I actually want to be in. I actually want <laughs> to allow my creativity to flow in this space. But most importantly, I want to be in peace in this place. So I moved in now almost a little over a week and I have been slowly unpacking. I usually am the type of girl, as soon as my boxes get in, I'm unpacking everything needs to be done. No. This time I'm slowly putting things away. I'm placing my plants where I want them to go. I'm placing my vision boards where I want them to go. I'm making this place a place that is going to not only embody my happiness, but it's going to allow for me to feel at peace and to feel like I'm home when I enter it. And to me, that was like a, it was like a vibe that I wanted to create in my last place. But my last place was me transitioning back from California, back to Atlanta. So it was my transitional home. I never felt at home in my home. And I wanted this place to feel like this is my place. Like this is my new, my new space, but this is my place. So that's what I've been doing this week, just slowly unpacking slowly developing something that I want to live and work in, a place that's going to allow for me as soon as I walk in to feel comforted. We are living clearly in a world that's chaotic mm -hmm. still. So if you can create a bubble within your own space that allows for you to have peace, feel creativity, to be able to feel blessed in all essence of the word, your home should be that space. So those are my strategies and tools and techniques that I have used throughout this week. No, that's really dope. And that's another reason, y'all, why we've been a little bit absent. Um, I definitely wanted to address this early in the episode. Uh, y'all, we are not going nowhere. We, we, we haven't disbanded yet. We're still in this for the long haul. Um, it's just, you know, between uh, 4th of July, um, I think, Father's Day, like we just, it's been, it's been a minute, like every week it's been like a holiday. <laughs> yes, oh my goodness. Um, So y'all, that's why we've just been, you know, taking a break, uh, an unintentional break. Um, But, you know, we've been grinding on behind the scenes work. Um, we'll talk about all of that at the end of the episode, but y'all, we've been grinding, um, just moving in the shadows. Um, So yeah, thank you for that. Um, moving on, we're going to go into the stone of the week my segment uh, <laughs> so this week we are going into tiger's iron so i think i've talked about tiger's eye if you can see it um if my letting you be great okay there you go okay yeah it's better um and it's like layered uh it has different layers on it so um many of you know of tiger's eye like it's a separate stone within itself but tiger's iron is very unique in the fact that it's multi-layered. Um, it happens when certain stones, like when they're forming, um, they form, they bond together. So um, this is a really good stone if you are a creative person. Um, so I would recommend having this like in your workspace. Like I have it on my desk right now. Um, and I usually keep it on my desk or in my book bag if I'm on the go. 
Um, Cause it's a really good stone uh, for, like I said, if you're artistic or if you're a very creative uh, individual, very good stone to have. Um, it opens up our creative aspects and energies of ourselves. Um, it's a very good stone uh, also to meditate with um, if you're looking for intention, um, if you're looking for just direction, it's a very good stone to have. And it also activates our root, sacral, and solar plexus chakras. Three in one, right? <laughs> Listen, you get in three in one, okay? <laughs> Listen, I know y'all like a deal, so that's definitely a deal for me. So, um, yeah, and it's a very good song also for students. I can't tell you how many times I've been in the library and I've had this with me, okay? And get that noise-canceling headphones and you're in the zone, you're in a vibe. Okay. So, yeah, it's a really good stone to have. Um, I will also post more information on our Instagram. Um, if you don't follow us there, what are you doing? You need to pause. You need to reevaluate, drink some water, and go follow us on Instagram. <laughs> like, what are you doing? You're out of sync. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that, <laughs> so, yeah, that was um, Stone of the Week of my favorite. I'm not going to say my favorite segment because that's what she wants me to say, but I'm not going to say it. If you say it, it's still like saying it directly, even if you're saying it in a way that's like undertoned, we still know that's how you feel. We get it. We get it. Listen, y'all, it's all, it's just friendly, friendly sibling, shade and tea, but anywho, <laughs> moving on, we're going to go ahead with Enlightenment of the Week. Um, hit us, hit us, grace us with. with... Uh, I feel like every time you say Enlightenment of the Week, that's what you play. Okay. Because you All be right. dropping literally, you be dropping so much, so many gems, and it's just like, I need a net to catch all of it. You know what I'm saying? I just need a t-shirt line with all these gems just written on it. But this one I have for you today is from Socrates. The secret of change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. I'll say that again. The secret of change is to focus all of your energy, not on fighting the old, but on building the new. I fell in love with this quote when I seen it, because as I said, I'm manifesting in my new space. I'm cultivating in my new space. And literally when I was in my old space, and Donald, you know this, what did I say? When my lease is up, I will be living in a what? High rise. I said that and I manifest and I loved on it. And I started envisioning myself in that space, even in my old space. My old space was my transitional home and it served its purpose. But when you are a goal oriented individual, it's great to achieve in the moment and to live in that moment, but you're always looking for the next goal, to achieve that next goal. Same thing applies in your life. Same thing applies in your relationship. If we're always fighting with things that made us unhappy and then try to wonder as to why we aren't happy, we have to then reflect on our inner thoughts and our inner self-talk and realize the reason why you're unhappy is because you're constantly manifesting anger in yourself, thinking about things that provoked you or triggered you to feel anger. But if you're waking up every day and you're speaking about your next goal, you're manifesting, you're staying in a realm that is allowing you to be in a positive, safe space, then you don't have time to fight the old because you're too busy building the new. So this, this quote for me is something that I had to give to you guys because that is something that keeps me motivated in hard times. It keeps me motivated when I can't not see the light at the end of the tunnel. I just know if you keep staying focused on that goal and work hard on that goal, you are going to build whatever that goal is for yourself. Look at that. See, I told y'all she every every time she never always coming through. Um, no, I definitely resonated with that 100%. Um, I think that's such a positive mindset to be in. Right? Because it says it literally 
don't focus on fighting the old. Focus on building the new. And it's like, that applies to so many different concepts, though. Like, you can apply that to pretty much anything you do in life, right? Like, whether that is business, like, financial-wise, like, academically, school-wise, or um, what we were talking about earlier off-camera, like, traditional versus non-traditional, right? Because some people, you know, just despise and, you know, I don't want to say resist, or more so resist tradition, instead of trying to focus on that energy of resisting, build on it. Build on take, it. Take the things that you don't like and change it. Because I think we live in this, and well, now we're starting to change, but for most people, we lived in this headspace. It's like, oh, I don't like something, but I it's, it's out of reach. I can't change it. Who says you can't change it? <laughs> who says who who what is the limitations telling you that you can't change something that you can't be that thing that you want to be or you can't do that thing that you want to do who says that you can't change it that negative self-talk it's a real thing i mean even as a psychologist negative self-talk is something that we talk about in the human mind right it's actually a theory it's research on it what you feed yourself becomes your reality. I actually just made a post on Instagram about that. Whatever it is that you are feeding to your inner self will be your reality. So if you're constantly looking at gossip blogs or constantly scrolling on Instagram, looking at other people's achievements and downing yourself because you don't have those achievements, if you're constantly telling yourself you're not worth it or you can never be this, then you won't. You'll always be a looker and never a goal-oriented go-getter. You'll always be a person that's sitting around maybe jealous or hating because you're constantly telling yourself you can't do it or constantly trying to, excuse my language, shit on other people who are doing it. The only people that I see, that I personally see, doing negative things constantly and living in that world and allowing themselves to feel some type of happiness on being negative to others are people that are not happy within themselves, period. Because when you are happy, you don't have time to be looking at negative things. You are trying to feed that happiness. You are trying to grow. You only see good in other people because you only allow that to be what you see period, whether it's in yourself or within others. So sometimes you have to sit back and self-reflect. And if you are looking at yourself in the mirror and realizing all of the negative things that you see about yourself, that's what you are projecting onto other people, negative Nancy. Get out of that. You have to realize we can all sit in the mirror and see negative things about ourselves. But if you are trying to be great, you have to look in the mirror and see greatness in everything. Greatness in the coffee you drink, greatness in the clothes you put on, whether it's Fashion Nova or Chanel. You have to feel like you are what it is that you want to be, even if you are not there, even if your bank account doesn't say you're there. You have to start manifesting that and believing it because the world out there is going to always tell you the negatives. So you need to realize that the positives that you see in yourself, in order for the world to project that, you have to project it on the world, not the other way around. I'm going to leave it there. <laughs> she said, I'm going to just drop that and I'm, I'm going to leave it. Drop the mic. I'm going to let that simmer and marinate and we're going to check on it in three hours. <laughs> oh, that's going to be good. Well, that, Sunday dinner. <laughs> Is it seasoned fried? Crock pot. <laughs> Crock pot dinner never fails, okay? Never fails. <laughs> you just toss it in there, come back in three hours and see what you got. Period. Um, but moving on into today's topic, y'all, we're talking about normalizing unlearning things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's get into it. About <laughs> marinating. This is um, going to listen. It's we already getting the season, the dry ingredients. <laughs> we got the cookbook. We just we <laughs> so y'all. What does it necessarily mean 
to unlearn something, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for me, in the context of unlearning things, I think of it as um, you unlearning certain traits, certain behaviors, certain patterns that once was or once was deemed as acceptable or it was okay that line of thought was, you know what I'm saying? Like you thought it was okay, but now you're realizing it's not okay. Why am I, why am I like this? Like this line of questioning, this line of thought has now, you understand now is leading me to the trenches. Right. I'm down bad. I need to I'm fix myself. Bad. So it's okay to unlearn certain traits and behaviors because guess what? At the end of the day, that is making you a better you. You're building yourself. You're Bob the Builder. You're fixing yourself. You. What did I say in an earlier episode last season? You're I ninety four. You need to focus on yourself. You're always down for construction, <laughs> <laughs> and that is what is unlearning. That what it means for me. It means that I am closing down my freeway, and I'm unlearn- I'm fixing these potholes in my line of thinking. I love that. <laughs> I love, and I'm sitting over here looking like a construction worker today with this lime light green on. Right, I'm like, hey, she got the uniform on right now. So she... See, I'm already Bob the Builder. You didn't even know it. Period. Look, I'm always under construction. Always. Period. I'm always trying to learn new techniques, new tools, trying to involve myself in different environments so I can grow different. I can elevate different. I can figure out ways where I'm elevating, but I project that out on my family so it can help them elevate. I'm always trying to be that person. But my question is for you, Donald, Mm -hmm. is it in you to be that way? Or is it that you have to get into different social circles to unlearn things? Or is it sometimes people are just innately born to want to do different than what they see in their environments from your perspective what is unlearning and how do unlearning come about Mm. that was a multi-layered uh cake uh we gotta dissect it we have to peel off the layers um to tackle your first question which is do you do i believe is it uh, an innate thing or is it uh, due to environment? I think it's a mix of both. I think it's, and, and you know me, I, I'm, I'm always a sucker for a good, uh, do I believe in nature versus nurture? You know what I'm saying? We talk about this all the time off camera. Um, I truly believe that it's a combination of your environment, physical and social. I think it's a product of I think it also can be innately too. Um, I also believe it's a cultural thing, um, depending on how did you grow up culturally, that I believe that plays a factor in it. Um, but ultimately, whatever factor it is that uh, is the more, more powerful factor, the more influence it has, I think everyone has the potential to unlearn what it is that you need to change about yourself. For example, um, people's thoughts on, I don't know, uh, like people think that women shouldn't be in the workforce, for example, whatever. They should be at home being mothers, right? Now, if you grew up, you know, in a very small town, you know, traditional mindset, you may believe that, right? You may believe that statement. I like, you know, you believe that women should be caretakers, not in the workforce. But if you all of a sudden move to a big city like New York, or you move to like LA or Atlanta or California, you know, <laughs> I have to throw Atlanta in there, y'all. Um, you move to a different environment, all of a sudden you're exposed to new things. You're exposed to new ways of life. And now all of a sudden you question this mindset that you thought was correct. For all intents and purposes, you thought that statement was right, but now you're exposed to it. You see it for your own eyes. And now you're questioning, was this ever right? Hmm. Do I still want to follow this, this, 
this uh, train of thought, this doctrine. And so um, to answer, uh, could you repeat your second, what, uh, what was your second question you wanted me to answer? So I feel like it was all kind of like a snowball into one, right? Mm -hmm. And I say that because when you're learning throughout your life, it does become something that comes from your environment. Mm -hmm. It becomes something that you're, I always preach on this, your so your cir social circle of influence yeah. is a direct reflect on what your interest is. So my question would be, innately, are we a, a people that we want to unlearn? Or innately, are we a people that want to stay in the same mindset that our social circle of influence allows for us to feel comfortable in? So I think um, we all have, because humans were made to evolve because if we didn't evolve, we would be stagnant. And if we stayed stagnant, we would have died out generations ago. Because without that sense of questioning, without that sense of wondering what could be, that sense of, okay, I'm learning this, but I wanna challenge it. If we didn't have that mindset, then we would not be where we are today in many aspects of our lives, right? We wouldn't have the technological advances that we would have. We right. wouldn't have progress, civil rights movements. It just, we would not have what we had today without that process of unlearning something or that process of reevaluating re something, right? Because I don't care what stage of your life you are in, you are always learning. You may not even be in school. I'm not even talking about learning like in an academic sense. I'm just talking about day to day. Like you go on Instagram and you watch a 10 minute video about Bitcoin. That's learning. You learn something, right? You learn how to effectively uh, buy Bitcoin and invest in Bitcoin. You just learned. And now you're unlearning that tradi traditional sense of finance, right? Because you're now learning about, see, like people think, you know, we're talking about, you know, a philosophical or a psychological approach to it, but it's, it's deeper than that. It goes into the very essence of our day-to-day -day life. Right? <laughs> I mean, it does for, for me. So I'll back it up a little bit. You guys know that I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. Right. And when I moved out to Atlanta, Georgia, it opened my world up to seeing black people out here doing it. And when I say doing it, it is lawyers out here. It's doctors out here. It's entrepreneurs out here. It's judge black judges out here. My first time driving through Buckhead, seeing a black person in a Rolls Royce, a Ferrari, blew my mind. And I'm not saying that to say like, oh, we as black people, we can't do this in other states. I'm just saying on my personal journey, this was the first time for me to see that. And not just see it, maybe one sprinkle here and one sprinkle there. I am talking about if you go outside right now and walk up, Lennox Road or Piedmont Road, you will see Black-owned businesses. You will see people out here living in luxury. And I want us to normalize that as a Black people, as a Black culture. We make these beautiful memes on social media where it says normalize. I want to see Black people normalize luxury. I, but then when we talk about it, as a black culture, then you're deemed as being bougie or you're deemed as being, oh, you think you're better than. Normalizing luxury means that you're actually out here on a day-to-day, -day, this is how you live and you talk about it. 
if I like to go to Lenox Mall, I talk about it. If I like to go and buy me some Christian Louis Vuittons, okay, and walk around with them on my feet, I'm going to talk about it. Why? Because I have worked my behind off to be able to walk into those places and maybe drop $675 on a pair of shoes. I'm normalizing that because I have worked hard to do it, not because I want to brag about it. And not to sit here and say, I do that every day. But if I have accomplished a goal, such as becoming a doctor, you should be able to do that. And that should be something that you want to aspire to do and to reward yourself because you have been in the trenches, working hard to achieve these degrees, as Donna would say, I'm in the trenches on the war. You should be able to give yourself these things and not feel guilty about it. But in the Black culture, if you talk about it, and that's your normal day-to-day, we, we call those types of people bougie or they bragging. So what is it? Can we normalize it? Or is it just cute as a quote or a meme? That, wow. Like, I think you just went into a whole Pandora's box because I, I and it really goes back to the argument, you know, being able to unlearn that set of behavior, making it normal. You're normal, like you said, normalizing luxury, but it took you to unlearn those traits and that previous thought process when you moved to a new city, Mm -hmm. changing environments. And sometimes, you know, as people, um, when we stay in a certain environment for a long period of time, that happens. We learn the traits and the thought processes behind it. And we go to somewhere new for the first time. And now we're seeing this whole, like, you just go from seeing one one shade of uh, blue to seeing all shades of blue, or you go from seeing black and white to now you're seeing shades of gray. And I, I think, mean, I you know, it. as a people, we just not even as black people, but just in general, I think we need to understand that it's okay to unlearn something. That doesn't mean you're better than someone, I don't think that necessarily makes you a better person because, you know, or and I hate like when people, I hate the word woke. <laughs> I think that's so stupid. Like when people are like, oh, you're like a woke warrior. Like you like, I just, it, it's annoying <laughs> oh, because <I'm> <laughs> woke warrior. <laughs> like, I think it's so annoying because why are you criticizing someone or downing someone because they no longer share the same thought processes as you? Exactly. People I was, do it all the time. I always thought that was weird. Like, don't you want, like, we would not be a society, we would not be a nation without having thoughts and differences of opinion. Because if we all thought the same and acted the same, this world would be so boring. So boring. Like, it would be, it will honestly, it, it just, it will feel like we're just robots in a factory. I agree. And I say that to say is we do need to do better when it comes to others having different thoughts and opinions as us. We may not agree with it, but never down someone because they're quote unquote, uh, they're glowing up or I don't know, I like, or people like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, it's weird. Like, why are you criticizing like someone for going back to school? Like, why are you criticizing someone because like they they unlearned that thought process of like for example like i've seen a lot of um older people like in their 30s like mid 30s early 40s go back to school and it's like i see people on social media be cruel to them cuz they have this idea that once you hit a certain age like oh you in school like what are you yuck like you should be out starting a family and it's like but the the individual who's going back to school has to unlearn that that mindset that just because you're a certain age or you're a certain this that I'm still gonna go to school and I'm gonna get my degree and I'm gonna do what I came here to do and that takes that takes unlearning that takes and see also unlearning is never overnight 
it's it's a it's a gradual process right because you're just not gonna wake up one morning and just be like oh I, I'm not toxic anymore <laughs> I'm not toxic anymore I'm not gonna have the like you know? <laughs> I'm just okay, took my I took my own stuff out but you know I'm not gonna wake up and you know uh be problematic no you're still gonna be a little problematic you're gonna be a little toxic but you're you're learning you're learning beyond that you're learning to change your behavior and your patterns and i think we don't give people grace for that because it's like people just expect it right away when someone's been in this environment they've been in the trenches as i like to call it when they've been in the trenches at war for two years, it's going to be hard for them to come back and to learn something else other than being in the trenches. Yes. It's <laughs> like, post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, at its like, finest. Like when I get out of the trenches of school, y'all, I'm going to be flexing on social media. When I tell you I'm going to be hiring the best photographers, I'm going to listen I'm going to have a whole straight week. I'm going to be partying when I get my degree and when I go back to school and when I get multiple more degrees. I'm going to celebrate that because I no longer am in this mindset of like, oh, this isn't an accomplishment. It is. It, it, well, I think, <laughs> and y'all, I'm going on my, usually it's hard that I'd be going on the rants, but it's no, me today. No, I it's, love it. It's, it's me today. <laughs> Um, I just really do think that as a society, we're so scared to go against the grain. We're so scared of challenging tradition because we lived in the sense that those who go against tradition oftentimes don't make it or they're ostracized. I'm sorry, I butchered that. Or they're, you know, they're pariahs. They're seen as the outcasts, the loners, the weirdos. But little do y'all know, them be the people that glow up and you don't even see. And, you, and, and when they pop back out, when they reemerge, okay, when the, the phoenix rises from the ashes, that'd be the most sickening moments like, I swear, I, like, honestly, I'm going to use myself as an example. Like, when I, like, I want to say, like, these last couple months, I have been on my grind with this podcast, y'all. I've been grinding in school. Yeah. I had a dope photo uh, shoot a couple months ago, um, you know, promo and our event we did with UC Irving. Um, that was dope. That was dope. Um and when I posted the pictures on social media, I just noticed how many people were really sick behind that. <laughs> like really, really just, just jaw, jaw, just slacks, like just lock jaw that I had really came out here and I was really stunned because I don't really do. And if you follow me on my day to day, I don't stunt. I, I don't like you better flex on them let them know you lit what? like and I had to when I was posting my pictures Yay. I truly realized that I had unlearned this uh behavior of I guess modesty or like having to be modest all the time is because when I posted my pictures I had a sense of uh pride a sense of accomplishment of seeing how far I came personally as an individual. So I say this to say that um, it's never going to be easy to unlearn something. It's going to be scary. Matter of fact, if it's scary, that means you're doing the right thing. If you are scared and this, and that like, for example, if you want to start a business and if you're scared about starting it, that means you should do it. Because the things that scare us are the things that are going to propel us into something much greater. Hmm. Listen, you better, <laughs> you better preach. <laughs> listen, I might, listen, everyone's like, you should be a preacher. I don't know. Could y'all see me in the pulpit? Okay. Reverend, I'm calling you Reverend right now. Reverend Coleman. <laughs> but everything that you said is spot on. It's spot on. 
it's so many things that I want to peel back and and yeah, so talk let's, about. Let's, un, let's unpack it. Listen, let's unpack let's, this. Let's okay? dissect. <laughs> let's pin a, let's pin a couple things, but unpack them at the same time. <laughs> but no, seriously, like it's in our culture, we normalize baby showers. We normalize celebrating of unions when people are married. We normalize birthday parties. But we have yet to normalize the fact that if you are getting these degrees, it is okay to be celebratory in that. It is okay to level up in life with that. It is okay to go from your norm might've been eating at McDonald's and that's your reward. to now you're going to chops as your reward. And that is okay. It's nothing wrong with being celebratory in different ways as, as you evolve. And it's okay to normalize those things. Without evolving, we stay stagnant. And then if we're staying stagnant, are we truly really happy? We talked about this off camera. If you look on social media, and I love reflecting on social media because it's like a diary. People write <laughs> all of their most intimate, deep, darkest secrets on there. I still just really can't believe half the things that they write. But when you look at some of the stories that people put, it's a Monday. Oh, I don't want to. It's a Monday. I'm tired. Oh, I don't want to go to this nine to five. Oh, I got. If you look back and everything that you post on social media is a reflection of something negative, you're not happy in your life. You, you feel stagnant. You feel stuck. So now you have normalized feeling stuck. You have normalized depression. You have normalized your PTSD, which is post-traumatic stress disorder, and allowed that to manifest in your day-to-day -day reality. You have learned something that is maladaptive, right? Because you have adapted in a malfunctioning way and you live in it every day. But yet you're supposed to be happy living in that chaos, living in that mess, living in something that you have to have as your reality because you are too afraid to grow and evolve because it makes you uncomfortable, that to me is something that I can never wrap my head around. I want to be uncomfortable. I want to be in positions that force me to grow, force me to evolve, force me to question myself. Because I never want to wake up every day of my life building someone else's dream and hating the process of doing that. I'd rather wake up every day knowing that, okay, I might be working my nine to five, but when I get off of work, I'm still building this business and be excited about it. I'd rather wake up five years from now sitting on a yacht, right? I, I wanna wake up looking, looking at the ocean because I was able to put in the work now. I was able to feel uncomfortable now. So in the future, I feel comfortable in my new learned normalized luxury. It's nothing wrong with it. But if that mindset is constantly of, oh, I have to do this. I have, no, the only thing that you have to do is stay black and die. I mean, cause that's just what it is. But you don't have to do anything that makes you unhappy. You don't have to be in that toxic relationship. You don't have to be at that toxic job or be in that toxic friendship. That's what you choose to do because you don't want to learn something different. See, that's the difference between choice and that's the difference between learning, right? We choose to not learn, so we choose to be stagnant. We choose not to grow. That's the negative side. Or we can learn new tools and choose to grow and choose to develop. It's two sides of the coin and everybody has the opportunity to do that, everybody. It's up to you, it's a choice. But don't get mad at the next person because they chose to grow. 
and they chose to normalize things that you feel like is not in your grasp. You can grasp it, but are you, are you ready to do the work? It looks good on social media where people are sitting around with packages everywhere and they taking pictures and it's cute. But at the end of the day, I'm sure when that camera goes off and they really working, they not showing you that it's three o'clock in the morning and they've been working since three to the, the last day. Or they didn't go to that party last night because they had to package these shipments or they had to go on the University of YouTube and learn a new task to grow their business. They're not showing you that. It's a highlight reel, baby. And if you want your highlight reel to be great, you have to put in the work behind the scenes, period. That's the only way to normalize something new and to grow. It's a, to me, this is a passionate topic because people never want to do the work, but they want to live in the luxury and get mad when the luxury is not something they can live in because they forgot to do the what? The work. Don't be mad. What you mad at? Are you mad at the next person that was able to put in the work? Or are you mad at yourself because you didn't have enough work ethic to do what the other person is doing? Who you mad at? And it's just, it's, I, I'm not even going to cut you off, but I just think of this podcast as an example, mm -hmm. right? Because, and I tell people all the time, it's not easy. And we've talked about this with guests on the show. We've talked about this on other episodes. But it's truly, it's, it's never easy to start something new. It's never easy to unlearn like this, this thought process of, I, I can never do that. I can never be that. Like, if you would have asked me a year ago, would I have a podcast? I would have been like, probably not. No. Mm -mm. Would I ever be a content creator? No. But now, you know, that we've been in the thick of it <laughs> for a minute and having to... TikTok. Listen, I swear we have an issue with TikTok, y'all. But anyways, we ain't gonna talk about that. But um, having to unlearn that that sense of fear that this is something you know this is uncharted territory, and I think, and how I know that this is, was the right choice for me is that now when I wake up and I look at our numbers and um, we you know look at our feedback from the content we put in, now I'm like, okay, all those nights of being scared, <laughs> of being hella scared, okay? Being crying, being sad, should I have did this? You know, having people, the naysayers, cause y'all, it's a ton of naysayers. Now, let me tell you something. <laughs> it's a ton of naysayers. Okay. Just any any anything you choose to do in life, whether you want to go to school, whether you want to change career paths, whether you want to start a business, be a content creator, it's always gonna. You're always that is the one thing I can guarantee that you will have is naysayers. You're gonna have people that doubt you every step of the way, and. I can say from personal experience that if you listen to that, if you listen, if you feed into that energy, then you will you will have not unlearned anything. Instead, you have embraced that idea, that thought process behind it. And you won't achieve anything. See, we never, people don't like to talk about it, but all the great things we have in life we would have never had if we didn't challenge something, if we didn't test the boundaries. We wouldn't have had innovations. We would have not had, name it, we probably wouldn't have had it. <laughs> so I say that to say that it is okay to not be traditional. Because we, if we, if we were all traditional, this would be a boring, like it just, it would, <laughs> baby, you will wake up every day and be like, I can go to sleep and just, you would just be dead mentally and emotionally. Just think about everybody doing a nine to five. But see, it's a lot of zombies walking around here. Let's, let's not get that twisted. 
it's a lot of people that aren't happy and they're just waking up, going to the nine to five and just basically walking around as a zombie. They're, they're not living in their, they're not living in what they want to be. So they turn into a zombie. They're lifeless, no happiness. And I'm not saying that if you work a nine to five, you're unhappy. I'm just saying if every time you go to that nine to five and you feel unhappiness, then you're unhappy. That's what I'm saying. If you feel like the only thing that you can project is negativity because you're not happy in your own life, then that's, to me, is just being a zombie. You're not living. It's like the walking dead. You're living in a world of opportunity. You're living in a world where our ancestors had to put in so much grassroots for us to get here. Why not live in the reality that you can do it all, but you have to be willing to do the work? You have to be willing to do the work. So if I had to sum this up, I would just say, if you are seeing something and that's what you want to be and you're feeling like you can't do it, it's the mindset that's restricting you, not the actual fruition of it. The fruition of it comes with the hard work, the researching, the late nights. If you're willing to do that hard work and be consistent in it, even when it gets hard, anything is possible. Luxury can be what you live in on a day-to-day, but you have to be willing to do the work even when doing the work is not popular, not cool, or not fun. And I'll just leave it there. Drop the mic. Drop, drop the mic. <laughs> yeah, I, again, straight facts. You did not miss the mark. Um, you understood the assignment as per usual. Great time, um, no <laughs> Like this coffee. Listen, she didn't even need Quizlet on this one, y'all. <laughs> no flashcards. But uh, as we are wrapping up the episode, y'all, uh, I just want to take time. A few housekeeping things. First of all, y'all, have y'all peeped the link tree yet? <laughs> like, I've just been so, I'm just waiting on the end of the episode to talk about this stuff because, y'all, it really, even working. Listen, working is under the grinding. I don't even think it does it justice. Like, I just, more so just the late nights, like we've been talking about, okay? Um, so yeah, on our Instagram, if you check out in our bio, um, we now have a link tree. So you have access to our email, our Instagram link, our Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you listen to your podcast at. And we also have some flyers, some dope flyers that um, we've been putting out. Uh, we'll probably make an official post about it later this week or sometime later this week. Um, we also have a Patreon, you guys. A Patreon. I'm excited. I'm really excited for the Patreon. Um, so basically, to sum it up really quick, um, we have created three tiers. Um, so there's the general uh, Patreon membership one, which I believe that's $3.50 a month, so $3.50. Um, pretty much what that entitles you is that's basically uh, every month you pay $3.50. That's for just general support, donation, um, and you do get a chance to be shouted out in the video um, or in an episode, so that's always dope. Next, we have our second tier, which is our silver Patreon membership, y'all. <laughs> oh, getting into some, we getting into the thick of it. And so that uh, tier membership, it's $9.50 a month. Um, again, that's general donation, support. Also, you will get access to exclusive merch. So when we start um, we, we've been having some ideas cooking up um, in the background for a while now. So um, once we drop that, uh, we will have a separate exclusive Patreon only uh, merch line that will be available for anyone tier two and higher. So you have a chance to get that merch as well. Um, and then our third and last tier, the diamond tier. 
the diamond tier i just get excited every time i say it um so that's tier three that is 15 dollars 50 a month um but you get access to exclusive promo codes uh, all of the exclusive merch any exclusive episodes videos we do will be posted on there and like i said anyone with tier two or higher will have access to those as well um and once a month we will be doing a diamond only live stream you heard us right a diamond only live stream so what that entitles is uh we're still figuring out the dates and times but basically uh once a month we will have probably like an hour hour and a half dedicated space uh we'll be on um i don't even know what platform we'll be using but we'll have an hour only where we're just on talking to you guys um any questions anything you want to talk about that will be the space to do it but um the only drawback is you have to be subscribed for the diamond um tier so um, if you are not diamond tier, then unfortunately you can't make it into the club, but that just gives you an incentive to upgrade to diamond tier three. Um, and yeah, I think that's pretty much about it. Um, that's pretty much our big expansion. We're moving into the Patreon space. Um, I'm so excited about that. I feel like people will be able to engage more with us outside of just like the podcast, get to kind of know a little bit about our behind the scenes shenanigans. Y'all, if y'all heard some of the conversations that we had off of camera, <laughs> y'all would be able to really see um, our personalities. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think um, if you do uh, end up subscribing, I think you guys will not regret it. I think the content in itself would just be Honestly, it would just be, you would be cracking up because I know every time we talk off camera, it's just, it's hilarious. Like, it's just unscripted, unedited, just yeah. tomfoolery and shenanigans. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, that will be linked all down in the description below, um, as well as all of our other links for our Instagram, um, our individual Instagrams, and um I'm going to let you talk about the website for a bit. You know, we got to plug that. Um, well, well. Any, so any guys, updates in that have, round? Okay. If you guys have not been on to DrEbonyComen.com, you are missing out. These vitamin supplements, I just reordered more. But um, the Nutra Glow Skin, listen, this is one of the popular ones, literally like ladies, gentlemen, okay? If you are really trying to have your skin out here looking hydrated, you want that skin to glow, even if you don't have any makeup on, ladies, this is the way to go. The Nutra Glow Skin has been my number one seller for the season. I had one lady, um, she was actually getting married and she used this about 60 days prior to becoming married. And she was just, she sent me pictures. She said her skin was absolutely flawless, which it was. It gave her like a dewy look and some of her natural shoots that she did leading up to her wedding. So the Nutra Glow Skin, I'm telling you guys, get it while you can, because this is like selling like hotcakes. Of course, the Irish Sea Moss. I had to give you guys an empty bottle because I need to pop me another bottle open. But I, I still will use this every day. Use literally, we are still living in the world of the panorama, aka COVID-19. The so, Pandora's box, the Pythagorean theorem, if you will. Okay, so you need to get that Irish sea moss. I still have this. Um, I make sure that I keep this on deck in bulk. So always check me out on the website. Also, the vitamin C with rose hips is another way to keep the skin glowing and to keep the energy high, okay? We are all out here trying to be multitaskers. We're talking about normalizing luxury and being entrepreneurs and doing all these amazing things, but you have to take care of your body, take care of your energy, and vitamin C with rose hips is one of the ways to do that. So in addition to my wellness coaching, my fitness line, my ebooks, 
the vitamin supplement line on drebonycoleman.com. Make sure you get your vitamins today. Yes, yes. Look at, look at that. Promo, self-promo, because if you can't do it on your own platform, then what are you doing? Where can you do it? But um, also, and you guys, if you do by chance happen to subscribe to the tier three diamond membership, um, you may get a chance to get uh, Dr. Ebony Coleman uh, exclusive promo code. Well, I mean, no, that just, the, I mean, you know, that just gives you even more incentive to want to be, it's every month, one-time payment every month, and you get so much, like, y'all, it's where we're trying to get out, pretty much, so. We um, could do some raffles to give away some product to a lucky winner, yes, maybe yes, once yes. a month. A monthly, I like that. See, and y'all, th- I don't see why y'all don't want this. We come on, we <laughs> hop on the bandwagon because uh, this train is gonna leave. With or we're without de- you, we're departing. Okay. But <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in. We thank you guys so much for the support, and like we said, we will be back on our daily uh, uploading schedule. You know, okay. things have just been kind of crazy the month of June and then July. So things are pretty much. <laughs> July, the month that a queen was born. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, she, listen, fire sign, y'all. <laughs> don't don't even listen. I'm not going to feed into that fire energy. But um, yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning yeah. in. And we will see y'all in the next episode that we drop. That's right. See you guys <laughs> next week. Next week. <laughs> <laughs>